Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello, everyone. Tonight's episode of Lost is Lockdown. Lockdown. Which is sort of a play on I words. I just realized, that's the first time I ever actually realized that. Oh, really? Word. word, yeah. <laughs> you said it, I'm like, wait, lock. Lock um, is down. Yes. I had to just say, I, this is not a scientific thing at all, but the hatch might be one of the best locations ever for a TV show. <laughs> I mean, it's so loaded with stuff. Lots of little possibilities. Well, yeah, and I remember back when we did the first episode of the season, we, they they show all this. They show the blast doors and the guns, and the, you know, they oh. set a lot of stuff up early on. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very cool location, very memorable location yeah. for considering the the island of Lost is pretty memorable in and of itself. To have like a special corner of it that's like it, yeah, like the like the island microcosm. <laughs> Yep, and there's really never. I mean, you explore a lot of other Dharma places, but nothing else is quite like the Hatch. Oh, it's it's such a messed up science experiment slash protective something. Yeah, I don't, you know. <laughs> and I like that you pointed out this time. Apparently, the lockdown probably happened because of the parachute. That's only. Yeah, I never. Last time I watched it, it didn't make any connection. But there's two very odd situations that almost have to be connected i mean yeah. in some way because there's, there's like the announcement they lock down and then we find the the and it's right right between where when they see the food drop and you're like what do you think that happened i don't know it was you think it's just random i think it must be uh, i don't think it's a, a logical jump to say it's probably the food drop that causes the lockdown yeah now, now why exactly that's up for debate yeah but i mean like you said it is kind of experiment it's not like there's any fear i don't think of of uh, the pallet suddenly falling on someone's head. No. <laughs> like, it's on a parachute. I think you'd be able to see it coming from a mile away. Yeah. Well, but... unless you don't see giant balloons above your head like at the <laughs> beginning of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there was a lot of uh, foliage just yeah. on the other side of it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, let's talk about Henry Gale a bit. Okay. A.K.A. Ben Linus. But at this oh, point, man, uh, all, I know is Hen- all I know is Henry Gale. You know, for a lot of this episode, you know, from, like, say, the beginning of the when they find the balloon on, the audience might be inclined to believe, well, he's, he, he actually is this guy. No, because they, they find the balloon, they say, oh, it must be this real guy. They diffuse what, how they ended the last episode. I mean, uh, you're still suspicious because it's lost. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they, but they do that, they do that diffusing before they find the balloon. So then you're not quite sure. But then when they find the balloon, and then he's, like, all super helpful for Locke, then you're like... Okay, well, this guy clearly doesn't even know, know what's going on. I know, And the thing is, there's a lot of times in Lost where Ben seems like he's being helpful. Yeah. Well, and, it, and it's not even like what's going on in the hatch. I don't think it's been orchestrated or been solved. Like, uh, No, I think he's just playing along to, to further his own. Yeah, it's like it's like what Sawyer you, you can't plan a con. You just kind of have to roll with it. Yeah. So this is him rolling with it. You see, he's done a lot with – I would like to know – and maybe, maybe there's hints later. I don't think he got caught. Did he get caught on purpose? We never been able to figure that out. We know he wants Jack. That's yes. why he's over here. That's why, why he's over there. It, it seems doubtful. If, if if he didn't get caught on purpose, what do you think his original plan was? To basically set set himself up as Henry Gale. I mean, obviously they did a lot of setup with the balloon and burying the, the dude and all that. I mean, maybe that was from some previous thing. He just used it. You know, they just says. Yeah, possibly. I mean, he's. But he's I mean. Talking, because they have Michael. And they yeah. used Michael to get Ben out. That's true. So maybe Michael was sort of a fail-safe in case... <laughs> yeah, but we're full of these things. Because, you know, maybe he was going to try to integrate himself with the Islanders, and, I mean, he probably had no idea about what had happened to Shannon. So that yeah. was, you know, a fresh thing. I mean, I guess he'd gone, gone to, he was just going to come as Henry Gale. Yeah, probably. Without being caught. Yeah, Brousseau yeah. probably was not part of his plan. 
from um, Minnesota. <laughs> the survivors probably would have been mistrustful of him, but you know, if he'd appeared to like the whole group of survivors as opposed to just the leadership, he might have. You know, they may, may not have been and as quick to raise up arms. Against and he's them. very good at. He's very good. good talking but, to people. but because Rousseau caught him and then like then Saeed. <laughs> and Saeed and Rousseau basically introduced him with you will lie a lot. Do not believe him. <laughs> exactly. So you will lie for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> it puts a whole different basically, spin on his introduction. To, yeah, exactly. So I mean it's possible the other way, but it seems to me it makes more sense that Ben wouldn't have It's weird that he came captured. himself of all the people, but he's always been kind of hands on though. That's true, yes. Yeah. I can see that. And he's apparently one of the most skilled at manipulation. And he's he's desperate because he has his own particular reasons. I don't know how many people he was trusting with the fact that he need medical help. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's true. I mean, if he had, if he had been able to ingratiate himself, he may have been able to make Jack a friend. You know, and Jack is the doctor who wants to help people. Yeah. Jack might have just gone along with it easily, you know, if it had gone according to Ben's plan. And I mean, that's the thing. There's no set answer for this. There's all kinds of possibilities answered, so you don't really need an answer for those sorts of things, they don't feel like. No, not I mean, exactly. it might be nice, but, uh, I mean, is it going to add much to the show? Not, Probably not, not really. really. Yeah. yeah. But I think that makes, I think it makes most sense for him. He probably wasn't planning to do it. No, I, it think. just seems dangerous to put yourself in the hands of Rousseau when you have her daughter. <laughs> True. Oh, okay, so that's a lot of Henry Yell. Okay. Uh, Locke. Locke. Okay. Yeah. The the flashback doesn't particularly work for me this episode. This is and I think this is another one of those where I don't have a hard time understanding the character not Locke, in this case Helen. Yeah. The the character that the person is interacting with. Like on one hand I get it, but on the other hand it's like, lady, he wasn't like cheating on you with his wife. He was yeah. people have very strong biological ties and you can't just deny that. And it just I think it's the lie that got to her more than the tie. Yeah, it's probably true. It's just yeah, I know I'm with you there, and it doesn't add a whole lot to his character. As yeah. opposed, I mean, it, it just kind of conf- affirms that how they they broke up. This, yeah, this is this is certainly one of the episodes where the flashback is kind of there. I mean, add stuff, but you don't lose a lot if you don't have it. No, except that this is how they broke up, and, and she was really important to him. Yeah, which, which they play on later. Yeah, because even even thematically, it's only it's basically just you didn't leave me to Henry Gale. But it's not, it's not even emotionally a, that much of a parallel to what's going on on the island. No, I not, mean, it not is, very... but it's... Yeah. The island just so overshadows the it flashback is. at this point. It, it is one of those ones that the flashback is not as strong as island action, which occasionally one is better than the other. And I don't know how you would make one... I mean, that'd be a rough one to try to keep up with. Yeah, with all the all the luck. Well, you got, you got, you got the thing going and... off, you got Ben, and you know, and you got the, the map. Yeah. I mean... That thing's insane. But it it just feels like one of the first times where flashback kind of feels like filler. And we're going to get some more of those. It starts happening more and more here. Yeah, where flashback kind of We were joking watching it that there's a – this is a a Q's uh, Lindelof episode, which you can tell because it it just (laughs) – map. I mean that map is very much (laughs) them. Oh, man. That made all the uh, conspiracy theorists crazy. Man, I mean if you look at the detail of that online, I mean it shows Uh, basically all the hatches. Yeah, I mean they knew – Set up. Yeah. <laughs> they did. They did the set up very well. With a giant question mark in the center, which is an episode later, I believe, in this yeah, season. Yeah, like the name of the episode, question mark. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of things that they end up using for other things. You know, they mentioned that he's from Tallahassee. I don't know that was mentioned before. Oh, I Man from Tallahassee. That. Sawyer, yeah. Well, and Anthony the other Cooper. Sawyer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
And then, you know, they talk about Thailand and Jack's tattoo, which is all you really needed for the flashback, but yeah. they got desperate, and they we'll need- talk about that later. <laughs> well, what is that episode called? Stranger in a Strange Land. Yeah, you know? yeah. Most infamous episode of Lost. Not yeah. the worst, in my opinion, but a very infamous yeah. one. And we were also saying that if the flashback shows anything, that Locke is just a, one of the saddest characters in TV. Yeah. And also one of the most uh, industrious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he's in a different occupation each flashback. He just, you could just, he's just constantly looking for something. Yeah. He's constantly curious. Constantly. Yeah, I mean, those are nice details. You know, that sort of. And we think yeah. that was Nadia. Oh, yeah. Like, at the house? At the house. I mean, why else why do you have that scene? <laughs> I mean, you, can, you could you could have. There's no reason not to have it, but I mean, it's, it certainly seemed to be Nadia, yeah. Especially with the whole like, oh, I'm not married right now. You know that sort of yeah nod to. Mm-hmm. Do we know she's even still alive? Technically, have we ever actually seen her live? I don't think so. I think at this point you would have no idea if she ever made it out of because they they when he gets recruited to he was looking for her though, wasn't he? And the government, the U.S. government, says they knew where she was. That's true. So I in theory, we know she's alive. Okay. So this is it's amazing the little pieces that keep moving forward. Yeah. That's a lot of juggling. There's a lot of a lot of minutia to keep track of. <laughs> and the great thing about Lost, you don't have to, but if you want to, it's there. It's there. Yeah. And I think that's what may that's what you know when you don't get exact answers. They're like, well, there's so much minutia. I need to make everything fit perfectly in this puzzle. <laughs> so it's it's about knowing when to you know when to theorize and when to just sit back and relax. Yeah. It's it's just a show. It, exactly. <laughs> I know just, where you're going there. <laughs> it's just a show. You should really just relax. So I guess that's uh, anything else on that. Natasha or Kenny is here tonight. Did you mention the awesome um, <laughs> like, game of poker? Oh, we didn't actually mention it. They're actually going to beat each other up for once. <laughs> <laughs> In the game of poker. In the game of poker. Stakes are high. Which I'm, it's it's actually pretty impressive of Jack. I mean, he must have a good poker face and a lot of good practice. Yeah. Because Sawyer, Sawyer is, a, is the expert con man and he got played. Yeah. Well, and I think that helps Jack because sort of things he knows he's doing so he can kind of play the double. Yeah, that's probably... As long as you know what's going on. Yeah, that's probably a good point. All right, so do we have time for Dave? Yeah, I think so. Let's do it. Okay, so we're back with Dave. Hello, Dave. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Hi. Okay, we, we did that. Yeah, anyways. Um, I always feel like this one's just off a little bit. Well, Hurley's off a little bit. Well, I know. Bit. Yeah, I know. I know. But just, like, it almost fits in Lost, but it just seems a little... It, it's a little fillery. Um, or like, totally just a little strange. Not It's not like her, not like Charlie's crazy dream no. by any means. I mean, it fits pretty well. It's it's pretty sad. It's the, probably the lowest Hurley is in a flashback. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, first, it's the only time we see him in the uh, hospital or and the mental hospital. And it's, it's not really... It's not... It's a... Is one of the rare non-comedic Hurley episodes. That's true, that, and that is very unusual for a Hurley episode. <laughs> Although it occurred to me this time, for all the people who think that the, interpreted the ending somehow as if it's all in their heads or they all just died, it played with that sort of mindset yeah. a lot. Yeah, you could tell that they. I think they were playing a lot with that whole. It's purgatory. It's mm-hmm. something different. Yeah, I think this is would is a pretty solid episode of like why would you bother doing if they were all if they were all in purgatory why would you bother doing this sort of episode? Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm really curious what overweight people think of this sort of story. Yeah, one you don't see this sort of thing, and two, obesity is sort of a tricky thing in our culture in that like people know it's unhealthy, yeah. but then you also have a lot of people who 
you know, they, that's just their body type, yeah. you know? And so there's just, well, we don't want to encourage everyone to be anorexics, but at the same time you want to. Well, I, was, I always heard, wondered what the actor thought doing this yeah. episode. I mean, Jorge, Jorge Garcia is not really thinned down that much. I mean, apparently he did actually lose some weight after, since the pilot episode in the yeah. course of filming of, cause you know, loss is a pretty active show. Yeah. So it makes sense. But yeah, no, he's still a big guy. So it, it does kind of make you wonder their opinion on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, or his opinion. On his, that. Yeah. But since we don't fall into that category, no, we're we'll done much. So, <laughs> they, I mean, they, I mean, it's a pretty good play of the whole imaginary friend thing, you know. Because mm-hmm. I mean, when you watch it second time, it's pretty, pretty easy, pretty obvious. obvious but yeah. I remember mean, first time, you know, because they're playing. You think it's fake on the island, so you're not thinking it's fake on the and the flashback. Flashback, but you figure it's a hallucination of something. He actually knows, right? So right. it's a very clever and they play. play. They play it just right. Like the doctor pretends to interact with him in the mm-hmm. one scene, so you don't. Yeah, you know. but it's very interesting to watch the second time because it's like you can see when he's playing basketball, no one touch, no one ever talks to him or touch him except for the doctor. Yeah, uh huh. Which I think that doctor might be the senator from the first X Men movie. I, it might be actually very yeah. random actor reference, but anyway. And then we have uh, Hurley, uh, not Hurley. Henry Gale revealed. Yes. Um, almost he, got shot by Saeed. He who doesn't really have a name yet. Yeah. I can't tell you. You know what he would do? Um, and I don't know whether he's lying <laughs> or if he's talking about himself or he's, whether he's talking about Jacob. My money is he's talking about himself. That's, that's my money, too. Yeah. I don't know that Jacob really he cares. Yeah. Jacob's hands off, <laughs> as pretty, we learn later. Pretty much. Like, horribly hands off. <laughs> like... Bad management all around on the island. Seriously, dude. I do like the line like God only knows how long we've been here. Even God doesn't know how long we've been here. <laughs> that adds to the this whole island. like. It's interesting. I you know they can't see this island. You get you know the people are all in the like the island's not real or something. Really plays into that whole <laughs> yes thing. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's not a whole lot. To, I mean, Hurley attacking Sawyer was <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that's that, genius. That's the com- comedic highlight. Of the yeah, that's great. <laughs> And also, they managed to make all the food in this episode look disgusting. <laughs> dharma food, dharma food. Okay, what do you say about um, Ben saying he never hit the button? I think he's lying here. Think he's lying here? But I, I don't know exactly why he wanted the the survivors to stop pushing the button. Um, they actually stop at the end of the season, right? And it actually does bad things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, my hunch is that Ben actually pushed the button because... He wants the hatch to go kablooey, but he doesn't want to do it while he still has business there. I think, think he's planting the seeds. He's planting the seeds of doubt in John because Why does he want to go kablooey? Does well, he even that, care? That I have no idea. Maybe it's because... You think he does? I didn't even think he cared. Well, why would he... Like, if it was... Ben does what he thinks is best for the island. Yeah. So, if it was dangerous somehow to the island to have all the electrical magic, magnetic energy... Trapped in the hatch, I think he would not discourage them pushing the button. So if he doesn't care, maybe he doesn't want the. Maybe he just doesn't care one yeah. way or the other. Maybe it's in. Yeah, and, and I thought maybe he was just trying to get on. You know, continue weedle into locks. Yeah, yeah. maybe maybe more of it than. than now that. here's a thought. I never thought of this before, but they're in lockdown. You think there's a special thing that when you lock down, you might not be the computer it just resets itself automatically. Maybe he didn't actually touch. Didn't actually put the button in. Yeah, it's a, that's it's a possibility. I, guess. I mean, because there would be no. I mean, if it was already done, then yeah. I mean, you just can't. I mean, you can't physically do it if you're in lockdown. And he probably would have told Locke either way. Yeah, I did it. So because at that point, he was still trying to get him to trust him. Yeah, 
is kidding heaven, I thought. There is an automatic way for the machine to do it itself. Why would it need a human input to begin with? Well, I think the idea is that if... It if, is a, if there's if it, maybe it's programmed in certain circumstances, if they know that they're going to be locked out of the control room anyway, maybe they that's their one exception. Like if it's programmed to, if it's programmed to, like they were theorizing in this episode, yeah. uh, which we missed apparently. If the hatch is programmed to go into lockdown whenever there's a food drop, then maybe they would build in a failsafe for the button going. Well, and the thing is, what's weird about the hatch is that while simultaneously it's important that button gets pressed, it's implied, I think, in the question mark episode, somewhere around there, that it's also a science experiment. Yeah. It's a weird, like... It, like, it is important, and it and it's also... it's also, There's some element of shenanigans. Like, you have a psychology thing to it. Yeah. it's. I don't know why the Dharma... Did it and I can't remember. Maybe there's more, you know, watching the second time through or third time. You know, maybe I'll see more of the connections because, you know, some of that Dharma stuff is spread over a lot of random pieces. Yeah. So it might be there and I don't know it yet. And some of it is like you can't really – you don't really know how to interpret some of those pieces until you've seen – The whole – yeah, because there's so many lies. Here. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I'm not lying anymore. I'm done with lying, Locke. I would love to get their, I'd love to get some of their perspective on on whether Ben did it or not. But that's probably one of those things they're going to say ambiguous about. Uh, whose perspective? The producers. Oh or, yeah, or the writers. Man, or, I love someday just to hear. Like, I'm fine if you make make changes, or you thought you were going to do this and it fell through. But I would love just to hear what in the moment, what were you thinking? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I you know. It's fluid, and I understand that. When we were just talking, Libby is very con- confusing yeah. here because they. And I'd love to know what, like, you know, Ed, the writers of this one are Once Upon a Time writers yeah. now. Because, <laughs> uh, you, like you said, they like they like to do Hurley episodes. And you get the feeling that they had plans for Libby, not only as a girlfriend for Hurley, but, you know, there's that weird reveal at the very end of the episode. On the surface level, just kind of shock value. Yeah. But they kill her off in two episodes. I mean, maybe they thought they were just going to, you know, be as... I thought I knew you somewhere. It was going to show that. And then they didn't realize how important, you know, people would latch on and need explanation. You know, sometimes writers just do something, not kind of think through. How, you have a reason you're doing it, then everyone else takes it in this. Well, and it could be, too. I think I, I do think I remember hearing in the episode where Libby dies, and Lucia dies first. Yeah. And I remember, I think I hear them say it one time that they didn't think it had enough shock value. So they yeah, so they, they, so they shot, killed Libby, too. Had, so maybe it wasn't expected, but... It caused them a lot of problems, in and the it, process. I did hear that they they kept kind of promising. Oh, in season three we'll have a flashback with her. Season four we'll have a flashback with her. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it's one of those things in a perfect world they would like to do, but mm-hmm. between trying to get the actress and plot constraints, it just never materialized. materialized. And I think from their point of view, it wasn't vital because while it's something we want to know, it was a complete side. story. It was a side story. Yeah. Yeah. It would be cool if they actually released it as a side story. You know, maybe even... Do a comic book or something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it would be fun to do some of these answers. Like, anything they're just saying, the show is the show, and we're going to just leave it as it is. Which I I respect as well, but I remember that Libby thing used to bother me a lot. Yeah. Like, what is this? (laughs) Nowadays, um, I don't care as much to see the kind of the big picture and stuff. But, but it is, again, one of the big dangling... It is a big dangling... It's up there with, like, Walt and... Uh, and the the outrigger. Yes, <laughs> the outrigger. <laughs> that's the one I would like to know what they what their plans were. Yeah, that's probably my that's of the, all the dangling threads. It's probably the one that I would be most interested in knowing if I had one. <laughs> His time travel. It's time travel. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. 
And for me, it might depend on the day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> like right now, I really want to know more about Libby. But yeah. ask me tomorrow and I'll say the outward. I'll take any of it. I think really, yeah, they just need to go, you know, Carlton Cuse and Damon Lindelof to go write a comic book. I mean, Lindelof loves that sort of stuff. and That's true. Get her done. All right. Did we miss anything, Kenny? Uh... <laughs> okay. All right. That sounds good. So um, so thanks for listening to the Weekly Hijack. I'll visit also on iTunes and DuralTrainsThought.com, uh, blogspot.com. At blogspot.com. Yeah, we don't have the, our own yeah, domain no, name. No, we're now. too cheap for that. And um, <laughs> YouTube. And YouTube. So thanks for listening. This has been Tim. This is Nick. Bye.